Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life Show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest today, Bat- Batul Adjaluni, and she's all the way from Jordan. She's an award-winning author of Ditching Success. She's an entrepreneur and a passionate workaholic. Now, the problem with that is that Batul ran into trouble being a workaholic, and it really had her have to make a decision that's really helped her save her life. Welcome, Batul. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Well, tell me, how did you get into the position you're in? How did you tell me your story a little bit, how you got to that burnout and, and how you overcame it? Well, I'm originally an architect. I worked as an architect for a couple of years before I figured out it wasn't challenging enough for me. So I decided to join a few friends and we established our own company. Uh, I was 24 years old then. And the company was had nothing to do with architecture at all. It was in computer graphics and animation, which that type of technology at that time, that was 1989, was still fairly new all over the world, let alone in, in Jordan. So that was pretty challenging to start with. Of course, starting a company is, is not easy on its own. And a few years later, it got acquired by an IT company. And then I moved with a package. I started working, managing my own company. But later I started uh, working as a, in, into business development for the whole group uh, of the IT company that is. And I helped it uh, become a multinational corporation with offices and operations in different countries in the world, including the US in, in Silicon Valley. Um, 30 years of doing this, very serious about my work. Uh, work was everything to me. I got to a point without realizing it where I started getting burnt out bit by bit uh, until it was too late for me to do anything else but literally ditch my career while I was at the very height of it. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I hear that story over and over and over again, Batul. Uh, uh, it, it particularly is a story shared by many women uh, where you know, that you keep saying yes to everything, keep jumping through the hoops, keep jumping through the fires, solving all those problems and, and being very successful at it. But at the same time, it costs you your health, it costs you your social relationships, and it costs everything else in your life. Is that what very happened true. to you? Very, very true. Very true. It happens slowly, but surely. You know, yeah. it, it, you just don't feel it. And women in general, 
uh, are, I would say, are a lot more committed. Uh, they feel more responsible. They take things more personally. And so they tend to burn out, uh, I would say, a bit quicker than, than males. Well, and I, I think also women have a unique role in our society. Uh, you know, women have many hats to wear. They're, they're mothers, yeah. they're sisters, they're, they're integral parts of their families. They, they try to help their, uh, you know, if they have, if, the, if you have children, they're trying to help with children. Uh, they're trying to take care of their spouse. They're, you know, there's just so many things and so many balls in the air that are doing this. And you, as head of a company, probably had to travel all the time too, because back then Zoom wasn't being used like it is now. And, and, you know, it was probably just a huge amount of stress on your shoulders. That's very true. Uh, travel was a big part of it. And uh, the thing is we had to travel pretty, you know, more often, but shorter trips. So I did, I did so many trips going to the U.S. or, or Canada and, and back or Japan and back in, in three, three days, you know, there and back. And that's, that's pretty tiring. Well, uh, I, I know burnout when I, I know jet lag when it occurs. I, I don't deal well <laughs> with jet lag, but boy, is it leave you? I, I mean, for at least two weeks after one of those time altering zones, like going from your country to, to the United States or vice versa, that eight-hour difference throws a huge difference into people's lives. What made you write that book, Ditching Success? I mean, it's one thing to, to live through ditching success, uh, it, you know, burnt out and so on, but it's quite another to totally ditch your success and say, I've had it, I, I'm done. Well, it was, uh, there's a, there's quite a story behind this. I, <clears throat> I was at, at a, I was, I was talking to a friend one day and he asked me how I was doing. That was after I left my, my job. And it was, it was a very difficult question to answer at that time because I had no idea how I was doing. I was, I was happy. I was sad. I was tired. I was relaxed. There was so much going inside of me that I could not answer a simple question of how are you doing now that you're retired? So I thought about it and I've been wanting to write a book for quite a while, but I didn't have a, a, any topic in mind to do. So I thought about it and said, you know what? This is the perfect topic. I will write a book that really talks about what I went through from the moment I started feeling all the burnout until the moment I decided to really ditch it and all the confusion of going through the first years after, you know, leaving work, I, I always worked. I never stopped in my life. And then all of a sudden you're free. That's not easy to deal with. And then try to find your real purpose again one more time. So going throughout that whole journey from workaholic to burnout to finding a new life again. Yeah. That was what I decided to do. And this is well, what the book's you know, about. I, I think I, I call it writing therapy because really a lot of people have a book inside themselves. But the main reason they write is to 
uh, get those thoughts on paper and help themselves heal through the process. I know myself, when I wrote my book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, it was part catharsis and, and part healing. And, and I think this is what goes on when we do write a book, is it helps us, but it also helps others that are in a similar situation. Very true. I, I It was definitely part of the healing I went through. I I was able to figure out my own emotions while writing the book. And I was able to figure out where I was headed bit by bit, by the way, until I reached the end of it. And I was enjoying the experience so much and the experience after that, which which eventually became what I am today. I, today, I say I am an author. And that's what I want, want, want to do. So I it did help me um, in the healing process for sure. But writing the book in the first place, as you mentioned, was not for that purpose. The purpose of it was to really help people understand what burnout is and understand what going through all of this means to their life. How because because burnout burnout is not just stress. It is unmanaged stress. And that's completely different. It is when you lose control of your own life. And getting into it is it's like a spiral that you just find yourself at the at the bottom of it without knowing. So I wanted to, I, I I didn't know about all of this before. And so I wanted to help others realize it, hopefully recognize it before it happens yeah. and be able to deal with it one way or another. And I think the biggest problem with a workaholic is, is workaholics. And, and I'm in that category. I was a doctor for many years. I'd worked 24 seven for 30 years. I think what happens with a workaholic is you take control over everything. You know what you can do. You know what you can. And so, First of all, you have a hard time delegating because delegating is hard. Uh, you know what you can do. You don't know what the others can do. And <laughs> lastly, you have a problem with saying no. And, you know, that is a huge problem in the situation. You know, in many sit times, I think if you look back, you could have said no to a lot of things. And if you would have said no, you probably would have kept your sanity more. That's that's oh that's that's a hundred percent it. I think it's it's very important to that you know work life balance is just it has to happen. It's easier said than done for sure. I mean, I I was not able to to really do it, but I think I have I think the the younger generations now are somewhat I would say smarter than we are or than we were back then. Uh, they seem to be more aware of the significance of that balance, and they're they're really pushing more and more uh, corporations to really give them that flexibility. Uh, and I think I think it's going to be quite different with the with the newer uh, with the younger generations. Well, you know, when I was, and I'll I'll take this as an example for doctors. When I went and became a doctor. We used to work our tails off through our residencies and our life. And it was a badge of honor to work and work and work. It, it was a badge of honor that you never complained. It was a badge of honor that you did not uh, ever do any of, of the things that would be. 
you know, taking time off was not something you'd even think about. And it, it, you know, you just work and, and yeah, you go to conferences and yes, at conferences, you may take an extra day or so, but everything in your whole life was built around, around work. Uh, and, and that was a, a tough thing. And, and, I think that's true about all workaholics in a business sense, that it, it's true that you just need to work and love to work. And that's how you get fulfillment. I mean, your work <laughs> becomes your identity and, and it's it's all you do, you know. Uh, and I don't care which business you're in. That's the problem with the workaholic is that your work is who you are not what you do. And I, I think what we have to do at the end of this is realize there's a difference between what you do and who you are. And, and that's a hard thing. <laughs> and to add to all of that, uh, it is it is absolutely crazy when you reach the point of burnout, the emotional side of it the psychological side, the spiritual side is when you start hating going to work, you lose that passion that you always had for what you did. And all of a sudden, it's just not there anymore inside of you. And that is a shock to your system. Because as you mentioned, you love doing it. You loved doing it for 30 or 40 years. And then all of a sudden, you hate it. So uh, it, it, it is. It, it really affects your mind, body, and soul, all of it together. And, and I think a large part of it is you suppress your emotions. I, I, I think in order to work like you do, you suppress the person that you are. You, you have to, because there's no way you could do those Herculean tasks that that. Uh, are required of you to fulfill the role that you're in. And you end up changing. Uh, you end up becoming a different person than and, what you, you were before. You end up becoming bitter and you become <laughs> cynical and you become <laughs> nasty. Whereas before you used to be this joyful, happy person, ready to get up every day and look at the sun and, and realize the flowers are growing and, and, and seeing the beauty in the world around us. And all of a sudden, that beauty in the world is no longer there. 100%, Dr. Leica, 100%. And to a certain extent, you go through the usual phases of, of what I call the post-traumatic stress disease, where you go yeah. through anger, you go through bargaining, you go through denial, and you go through depression. And you don't go through those as unique things. You go through all of them at once. You know, all of them are flowing through your brain in an emotional storm and, and causing your brain not to function properly. And that's where the breakdown comes. And well, you, you need to add to that the physical aspects of it, because you have all these headaches, continuous headaches, you have the shortness of breath, you cannot sleep, you sweat all the time, those cold sweats, uh, your heart rate goes off to the roof and, and so on. And so all of that, in addition to what you just mentioned, that can really uh, drive you crazy. <laughs> 
And that's why I think people, everybody in their job should plan breaks from their work regularly. And I, I, I mean, really break from it. Even as a writer, you have to put that, that keyboard away. You have to put your computer away, your screen away, and literally take two or three days off at a time and, and stay away from it. Because that's where you come back refreshed. That's where your creativity flows. That's where your, your passion flows again. That's where you get a chance to rejuvenate and become back as a, as a proper person. That's that work-life balance we're talking about. Remember, you don't live to work. You work to live. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, we always, uh, in retrospect, <laughs> hindsight is uh, 2020. Huh? <laughs> it, it is. And, and I, I think it's always easy in retrospect. But again, as you said, this starts insidiously. It, it's but, a creepy thing. It's not like you wake up in the morning and you're out. No. It, it's something that comes up slowly and slowly and slowly. But, you know, if we pay attention, the signs are there. You know, you're not sleeping right. You, you, you know, you're not fulfilling the jobs that you used to do. You know, you, you, you look at it and you realize the passion isn't there that you used to have. You're just going through the motions that, that you used to really thrill in those objectives, but all of a sudden they're not there anymore. Uh, it's, it's, um, it is like, uh, you know, they say they're boiling the frog, uh, bit by bit, uh, yeah. where, where you just find out when it's too late. And that's, that's the problem because actually if you do realize and recognize burnout and get to it, in its early stages, uh, I think it could be reversible. But after a certain uh, milestone, you know, it just, I, I don't think you can just get over it with the same thing you were doing. Uh, one has to take uh, a, a different direction yeah, I, altogether. I think you've got to take 180 Exactly. Really exactly. And I off, say stop the things that are going on. Exactly. And, and really happen. Exactly. Number and two, I say redirect it actually, and, yes. and work on that life-altering, uh, different experience altogether. And that's the only way to do it once you reach that point of no return with with burnout. Sure. But hey, opportunities is is all over the place. Uh, I think and, and that's what uh, anyone can do it. Exactly. Yeah. You exactly. find the new opportunities. So that's why I want to ask you a question. This show is called How to Live a Fantastic Life Show, as you know. And it's a beautiful title. <laughs> so, Batul, how do you live a fantastic life? Well, look, I always try to find my blessings in life. It's when you're down, you sometimes, you know, tend to forget forget that but every now and then i remind myself of all the, those blessings i try to find the sunny side of whatever it is there's always reason for things and that keeps me going that really keeps me going when the when the going gets tough and oh, that's huge now, how do you <laughs> recommend that others live a fantastic life? <laughs> um i would say each of us is special in our own ways uh, 
um, live your life, be yourself. Don't ever live the life of others. Uh, you owe it to yourself. And that's huge. And I think <laughs> that's important is to live your life, yeah. not the life of others. Be grateful. Okay? Be happy. And 100%. look for happiness around you. Look for the little joys. I mean, the little joys are all around us. And if you look for those every day, I think it's important. And I think if you live a life where you're always constantly doing those things, I think your life will always be joyous and always be fulfilled. And you will do more with your life than you would have ever thought possible. I, I think at the same time, you will uh, be just a, a, you will be rich in your spirit beyond belief. And, and hey, I, life's too short, isn't it? It is way too short. <laughs> now, I'm going to ask you another difficult question, and that uh -huh. is, if you met a younger version of yourself, <laughs> what advice would you give that person? Because this is what you've written your book on. This is what you've done. And this is where you are now. So now turn it on and, and, and tell us what you would tell that younger person. I think uh, a very short uh, statement, which I did write in the book, actually, all of this doesn't mean that our careers are not important. Of course, they're important. What I would tell myself is go ahead, give it your best, just not your all. Always leave a little bit back for you. Yeah. Always remember it, it's about you, not, not all about work. It, it, exactly. And, and so... I think it's okay to not just give, but to be a little selfish in that giving. I think at the same time, you should remember that, that being a little bit selfish and remember keeping a little bit for yourself is okay. That, that's where it should be. And, and I think you should do that on, on a daily basis. So I, I think a couple of things you can do on a daily basis is, one is you should always give. You should always have a reason to give. You should always do that. Another thing is you should always be grateful. You should always be grateful for all the blessings you have. Because no matter how badly off you are, you're far better off than 99% of the world that's going on right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And lastly, you should always take a little bit for yourself and do something that way. And I find a couple of other little things. One is you should always do something physical every day, something to make yourself sweat or do a little bit of exercise, go for a walk, do something physical, because I think that helps to reshape that body. Remember, our history of mankind and womankind, for that matter, is as we used to be people that would work in the fields, mm -hmm. we'd work hard every day. We do physical labor every day. Mm -hmm. now, now we do mental labor every day. So we've literally shut off that thing that our bodies and minds are built for, and we don't pay attention to it. I always thought one of the reasons that's so hard for me to sleep was that my my body was not tired, but but my brain was active. And so... Uh, how can you sleep when when all of that uh, happens? And 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 you're right. You're right. Um, exercise is is 
of course, beneficial in all aspects of it. But uh, but in that case specifically, yes, at least to to get you tired enough to want to sleep for your body to ask you to you know relax. Yeah, I, I, I think that that is important, and I think people don't always listen to the signals. I, I mean, if you were back in that situation and and you were paying attention and doing those things in your daily life, I, I think burnout might not have happened. I, I think you would have been able to, to compensate, do things well, and continue on with the enthusiasm that you had most of your life. Probably not. I mean, yes, you're right. It's, it's weekends alone. If, if I mean, getting that state of of relaxation of really being away from from work uh at least at least during weekends is very important but you know with technology that became more and more difficult to do because we were connected all the time 24 7 24 7 7. i mean work got to you wherever you were whenever you know and i think it's a good thing to turn off your cell phone let yeah. it go to messages instead of having to deal with it like a like a trained monkey all the time that you have yeah. to do. You have to, you don't always have to respond to every text every time. You don't have to respond mm-hmm. to you, you don't have to do everything every time. But that's <laughs> what we're geared to do these days. <laughs> True. True. And that's what workaholics are, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. So, Batul, how can people get in touch with you if they'd like to? How can they find your book, first of all? And how can they and, and name your book again so that everybody knows it? Okay. Well, my, my book's called Ditching Success. It is, and I'll, I'll just share the, uh, the image right here. And it's available on Amazon in uh, Kindle and in print formats. And uh, so they can get it directly through Amazon or they can uh, sign up to my uh, mailing list, get all the updates uh, at my website. It is www.batulajluniauthor.com. That's B-A-T-O-U-L-A-J-L-O-U-N-I author.com. Batul. I can't tell you how much I enjoyed having you on my show today. And I, I think you are doing great. I want you to keep up the great work. And I can hardly wait for your next works. And please get in touch with me when you do, because I'd love to have you again as a guest to, to help share your wisdom and your knowledge and help people along their path. Thank you for sharing Thank your you. wisdom with us and your 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 path because you know it is a difficult thing to write and it is a difficult thing to share like you did because you all of a sudden are vulnerable and you're sharing your vulnerability which is a tough thing to do well thank you so much dr like i would love to be on your show again and i'll definitely be in touch and thanks so much uh it's been a real pleasure thanks for having me Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being part of our audience today. Please check back often because we'll always have interesting guests. Uh, thank you again, Dr. Alan Leica here. And uh, please check us on social media as well because we have even more to share with you there. Bye for now. 
You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life. Be sure and pick up a copy of Dr. Laika's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, on Amazon.com. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. Have a fantastic day. Oh, 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 oh